Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. Today, we're talking about branding, branding as it relates to your target audience. Now, if you recall, talking about brand is the second step in our nine-step digital marketing blueprint. We love to talk about branding, and we talk about it usually like in a very broad sense around here. We have not only one or two episodes on branding, but we have three branding podcast episodes <laughs> in our podcast library. So we've covered branding a lot, and each time we talk about it slightly different because it is such a broad topic, just like market research is such a broad topic. So we covered brand- why branding is more than just your logo in episode 12. We talked about why you need to build a personal brand in episode 13. So that would be like, um, not a company brand, but your own individual Mm -hmm. like brand Mm -hmm. for yourself. And then in episode 70, we talked about brand story video, which is a huge part of step two of our digital marketing blueprint. But we still feel like, actually we know that there's more to talk about when it comes to branding. And that's why today we are talking about actionable steps to build a brand vision. But first, if you're new here, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Sarah, account manager, also podcast host. I'm Ashley, also an account manager. My name is Alex. I am a creative manager. So we are talking about branding because this actually kind of, we posted a quote on our Instagram and it really kind of made us think. And if you're not following at 21 Handshake on Instagram, go do it. Um, It went something like this. Marketing is the equivalent of asking someone on a date. Branding is the reason they say yes. That's God, so true. That's such I, a good oh, quote. Such a good quote. So that might seem a little superficial at first, like what? But it totally makes sense. So think back to the time when you were dating or you got asked out on a date. At the surface level, you're like, mm, am I attracted to them? Um, do they look nice? Do they smell nice? Do they have kind eyes? But also you, that's all you yeah. have to go off of. Yeah, you're just like, kind of assessing them. You know, that's like you said, that's all you have to go off of. And then you might quickly run through these questions like, do I know any of their friends? Mm-hmm. Um, you might look them up on social media real quick, you know, yeah run to the bathroom real quick and do that or something if you're out at the bar. Um, You know, are we interested in the same things? Have I noticed this person somewhere else? Um, You know, maybe I've noticed them out and about somewhere. Are they in the same circle with somebody else? Um, You might notice the color they're wearing at the time that they ask you on a date. And all of this starts influencing us, whether we're paying super close attention to these signals or not. And I would say we're probably we're not even, but we're just kind of like running through this checklist that we don't even know we have. (laughs) And we are assessing them with our physical senses. And that's true. We're listening. We're watching. That same thing applies to when people interact with your brand. They don't even know this checklist that they're running through, but they are. And whether you like it or not, The brand is the first thing that a prospect is going to encounter and interact with. And just like dating, you aren't going to appeal to everybody. You only need to appeal to your target audience with the brand. (laughs) And in episode 12, we talked about how your brand is more than just a logo. And it's so true. And we brought up that quote then and it's still relevant, so I'm going to bring it up again. 
<laughs> it's from Nicholas Kuzmich. And he said, brand is not your logo, your color. Brand is the perceived desire that you wish your marketplace had about you and are your business. Your brand remind, resides in the minds of people are, you are communicating to. So brand has so much depth. You know, like I said, first you're kind of appealing to those physical senses. And then, you know, they start running through like, well, you know, have I, do they know my friends? Do they know this? Have I seen them in other places? Um, a brand you might quickly Google, oh, what, what articles are popping up on the internet about them? Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you start, there's just all this stuff that goes into it. And that's why we're talking about it again. So how do you discover what your brand vision is and then make goals to get there? You're in for a treat today because we're going to do a mini brand workshop on ourselves. <laughs> and we're going to do this live right now. And we haven't really talked much about the, how this is going to go. So this will be a real treat for all of us. It's going to be very authentic. Yes, yeah. They're so authentic. And again, if you're interested in doing this for your own business, this is step two of our digital marketing blueprint. It's also included in our coaching by 21 Handshake. So be sure to check out 21handshake.com slash coaching as we still have a few spots in our beta program left. So let's dive into Brand Workshop 101. <laughs> all right, Ooh, we all got chills. All right, Alex, in one sentence, how would you describe 21 Handshake as a brand? So when I think about brand, and we, you know, we do a lot of brand stories and, and, and a fair amount of brand work and, and, and audits and all that kind of stuff. The way that I think about brand is, so I think, like you mentioned earlier, some people associate brand with just the logo and the colors and maybe the website, things like that. Um, but then you also mentioned it's, you know, it's all, it's this mental checklist that you're going through. And at the end of the day, all of these things are leading you towards kind of a not interested, no thank you, or a, okay, what's next, or yes, That's potentially intriguing. I'm interested. Yeah. Right, you caught my attention, I wanna know more. Right, mm -hmm. so it's, it, it is all boiling down to kind of a feeling, and, and brand is, is, the way that I look at brand is how a company service product makes you feel. Mm -hmm. so, so that being said, um, the, the one sentence that I have written out about 21 Handshakes brand is, a small group of fun, strategic-minded individuals who care about service and striving to make marketing simple for our clients. And I think that's those are the things for those who have worked with us. I, I would hope that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking that they would say. <laughs> right. I think we I, we would all agree I, via StrengthsFinder. We we know that this is the case. We are all strategic-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. I would say we're a pretty fun, fairly relaxed group of people to work with. This is by no means a corporate culture. Right. Uh, or a very stiff culture, <laughs> and and I do think that we have great service. Now I know you know we say show me, don't tell me a lot of the right. times, but I think we are we are maybe even like overly communicate communicative at times. I think if you you know message one of us, you you're gonna get a message back. It's not like a oh boy, I, I sent twenty one handshake an email. Let's see when, you know when people yeah. get back to us. So I th I think it's a mm -hmm. it's a friendly it's a fun atmosphere. And, and at the core of what we're trying to provide to our clients is that simplified way to do marketing. Marketing itself can still be complicated, but we want our clients to experience is, is mm -hmm. more of a simplicity. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, I like that. So that's how I arrived at that, at that no, one sentence. No, I, I, I think it's great. Yeah, I, I really like that definition. So Ashley, what 
value do we provide our audience? So I would say from like a thousand foot view, it's um, knowledge and resources, right? So um, we've done a lot in the marketing, I was gonna say marketplace, but yeah. we've tried a lot of different strategies, a lot of different tactics. We're constantly you know, trying new things and um, reading up on the new, platforms, new algorithms, like we have a lot of knowledge of what's going on in, in our industry as well as what's working and what's not, which is really valuable to maybe like other companies who don't have someone as in tune with what's going on. So I would say knowledge is definitely something that our company is provides a great service to. Um, the other one is resources. So um, most of our clients don't have a marketing team. Um, that's why they've hired it externally. That's not something that they want to dedicate their budget to. Um, if they do, they might have one marketing person. And um, as if you've listened to the podcast or know anything about marketing, you know that's a lot to put on one person. So right. um, by hiring 21 Handshake, you get a, a marketing team. Um, and so we have the resources to um, like execute some of those strategies, whereas it might be really, really expensive and time-consuming for them to do internally. If um, if you hired a a brand strategist and a videographer and a web developer and an SEO specialist and a social and media manager and like a strategic, in, yeah, yeah, th those are all the different five roles. different salaries exactly yeah. with benefits. Probably you Ex know that's a lot of overhead. Yeah. So for the cost of you know probably Half what would one. be less than one yeah. person. Um, you get access to this whole team. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, when it comes back to what value do um, we provide our audience, it actually goes back to what Alex said, um, making marketing simple for our clients. That's like truly like our goal and what I, you know, we put a lot of effort into. So, you know, part of the biggest value might be taking off the stress of marketing off of our clients. I think that's huge because they, have roles that they're trying to do, business goals that they're trying to do, and we take the marketing, you know, away from their plate. Mm -hmm. They can mm -hmm. still have a role in it, a say in it. Of course, yeah. it's their business. Mm -hmm. They still determine the goals that we're working towards. It's not gonna be a big stressor for them anymore. They know it's, it's being handled. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they don't have to go out and learn it all themselves. Yes. You know, when they need to go work on other different parts of their business. Absolutely. Um, so what industry, I guess, are we involved in? <laughs> um, okay, so is this question about our client base or well, this ourselves? Would, yeah, this would be ourselves. So I would say we are in like the marketing industry. <laughs> um, right, content. so broad. <laughs> so, so broad. Um, yeah, I would say, so digital marketing, more specific, right? Online marketing. Yes. Um, right, I would not say our strength is billboards, not that type of marketing, <laughs> not no. event planning, no. not event planning marketing. Um, I think it's very easy to rule out here what we are not. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so what we are not are, we are not event planner marketers, we are not- We don't not, do trade shows. <laughs> yeah, we're not even, um, now we've done this for clients, but it's not a strength of ours to handle like printing flyers and mailing them out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Any type of magazine ad, that's probably not gonna be our thing. We no. can come up with one, but it's not our strength. Yeah, that's actually a good point. It, we have done a little bit of each of those, but, um, 
usually we are our strength is digital as well as we see just so much benefit in it like in terms of budgeting um for our clients so we can do a lot more on digital than we could with a budget for traditional so we believe you get more value for your dollar Correct. Exactly. Um, doing type, you know, small branding workshops like this mm -hmm. would be in scope. Mm -hmm. um, if you are a huge, maybe Nike-like company, probably you need to go hire a huge branding company as yeah. we're not going to dive that deep into brands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I guess, um, you know, you, we say we're in marketing, digital marketing. Mm -hmm. um, I would also say, you know, like we do a lot of strategic consulting, which yes. um, I think I'm jumping ahead of myself, but That's okay. the next question is, you know, like what is 21 Handshake good at? What do we pride ourselves with? It's being right. really strategic. Yes. Um, and so like I would say like, are we in the strategic marketing industry? I don't I know. Don't but that's <laughs> actually, that's a good definition for us, strategic marketers. Yeah, I think or consult, digital consulting. marketers. Yeah, Str strategy is the foundation of how we get started with really any type of project. Whether 100%. it's one hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I think we're definitely idea creators, and we like, like to um, put a lot of ideas mm -hmm. out there and to the businesses we work with. Mm -hmm. And you know whether we decide to actually execute on those, we have ideas out there, and I think that's why people do come to us. They're like. I don't know what do I do here and this and suddenly we're like well we have like five ideas for you mm -hmm. and some you just sometimes it takes that. a removed yeah. perspective too to see um, new opportunities and potential or pitfalls and things like definitely. that. definitely so we can definitely be helpful in that I, way. I mean I would even say you know to be authentic that's something that we've uh, trapped that we fall into ourselves yes <laughs> 100 percent yeah when you're when you're living within it all the time, it's difficult to remove yourself and look at it from that outsider's perspective. Yeah. Exactly, it's very true. All right, so we are strategic consultors. Is that a word? Consultants. Consultants. There we go. Strategic <laughs> consultants with a huge digital marketing. Yeah. Uh, philosophy. Philosophy. I am, I, oh, I no, like that. We should, we should be writing this down, guys, <laughs> as we're doing this. So when we think about attributes of our brand, and this is kind of a fun exercise, and you guys just call it out what you think. Um, we'll go on a scale here. So 21 handshake personality and attributes. Are we a necessity or a luxury or somewhere in between? This is actually an interesting question because I feel like anyone not in marketing or, or even familiar with our client base, which is very like traditional B2B or, or it used to be, um, very traditional B2B companies would probably instinct be say luxury, right? Yeah. Um, or the people who would say luxury might be those who would have never experienced really good marketing before for, sure. for themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, Sorry. But, but we also have clients, and um, I would argue that we can veer more on the side of necessity. You know, we're talking about a scale. Um, because, I mean, we even have clients who have come to us and said, if we don't grow, we will be out of business. Mm -hmm. Like, we right. need to grow, and the only missing piece we have is marketing. Um, and so at that point, it becomes a necessity. Right. And the, 
And on the flip side of that, we do have some clients that are that are doing very well for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're just like, we just kind of want to shore things up a little bit, for sure. Make sure things are consistent. The the messaging is is consistent across platforms. Um, but I but I would say. To answer that question specifically, probably leaning towards the side of necessity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely lean towards necessity. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a biz a successful business that is operated without marketing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I would say marketing is a necessity. Mm -hmm. So when we would put ourselves on a expensive or economical I scale, feel like this is a touchy subject. It is very touchy. <laughs> and I Um but I we before this episode we we said we were gonna be authentic yeah. and um transparent. So this is a tough question to answer and I feel like we veer towards the side of economical even though maybe we shouldn't be i think there's with our kind of um that's a hard question i don't know actually um, <laughs> i think redone mission like we kind of have two mm -hmm. avenues right so actually that's a good point yeah we I think that most people looking from the outside would consider us on the expensive side. Mm -hmm. But when we justify that with, you know, like I mentioned, all the different services that we provide for the cost of what maybe you would pay one single marketing right. person, then then it becomes much more understandable, you know, why the value, is the value and why the price is what it is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That being said, you know, there are still a lot of people that come to us that we can't help, you know, from a full service perspective, and which is why, you know, in the last several episodes we've been talking about the coaching program yeah which is designed to to be on the more economical side yes it's designed to not cost as much you don't get all of the execution that you get from the full service side exactly but you still get access to the brains and to the to the strat the strategic minds that we've talked about mm -hmm. and and accountability as well exactly yeah. yeah I would definitely say though that we do not be on the expensive side like we are not far um, Right, there. I think when people hear marketing agency, it sounds a bit scary, you know, yeah. as a business that maybe is just a medium-sized business. Mm -hmm. Like agency, wow, it seems like very big city-ish. Totally, and I think that's the the assumption that, or the stereotype that most people have is maybe like Mad Men or, oh my God, <laughs> they work in New York City and oh, work wow. with companies like Ford or Apple. There's no way we could ever afford that. Exactly. <laughs> but. There are agencies designed to work with companies of any size. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, that's what I think of that too. Like, it's like those more mid-sized companies that are what we like to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I go back from I go back to like I don't know why this popped into my mind, but when I worked in tourism and um, Michigan was coming up with the Pure Michigan slogan. Such a good campaign. They hired this huge company to roll this out, but that's what's needed. That's a state rollout of a mm -hmm. whole new marketing campaign. That would never be something in the 21 handshake wheelhouse. Right. That's a yeah. big, expensive, wow, campaign. And they did a great job, and you need a bigger agency with you know tons of those resources to do that right. and that's kind of not where our wheelhouse falls totally and talk about a, a campaign that has in, had incredible success and longevity yeah. yeah i was gonna say how long ago was that oh gosh that's more than 10 years ago definitely yeah, and yeah, I think they this is the that. last year that they're doing it i think they're retiring oh. that campaign are they i'm pretty sure well i mean what it started with great lakes great times and then went to pure michigan 
in the Tim and, Tim Allen exactly the Michigan. Tim Allen era, but yeah. that that got a little overdone fast. But anyways, <laughs> so let's quickly run through this. Are we light or are we serious? Lighter side, yeah, definitely, light. definitely a lighter side. We want marketing to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, are we formal or are we casual? Casual. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and I'm casual. not just talking about how we dress, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like our personality. We're not like. Right. We're not that formal agency yeah. that did right. the Pure Machine campaign, let's say. Um, are we commonplace or exotic? That's kind mm-hmm. of an yeah, interesting don't, one. What does that really mean? I would say neutral on that, yeah. but that's more because I don't have a good answer for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would, would agree s- with that. Like, Well, you know, I guess uh, like maybe exotic, like you're really out there with your ID. Oh, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm tapping. I've been told not to tap this um, with my hands. I would think like, Outside of the box, like really. Yes. Yeah. Um, Your ideas are so revolutionary that it's only going to be like certain brands that -hmm. are going to be able to like. I would say neutral, but maybe like a little bit towards exotic just because most of our ideas and concepts are pretty foreign to, you know, the clients that we work with or. Um, you know, they're just like not familiar right. or have never really even thought of it or expl- it's uncharted territory. So, you know, I can feel exotic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's see some other ones here. Are we homemade or high tech? <laughs> high tech for sure. Agreed. Uh, yeah. But I mean, not so high tech that we're the engineers in the back room. I think by high tech, I mean, we use, yeah, like we use technology in almost every aspect of the company. I th- right. I think is more of what I meant. But I would not put us in the category of like data scientists. I Agreed. would say we can explain data, yeah. but we are not so deep into like the... We're not statisticians. Yes, exactly. Right. So I think there's a balance there. Modern or classic? Modern. Modern side, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I would definitely say we veer towards that versus classic. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not the traditional, we're not running your print ads, so type mm-hmm. of thing. Are we quiet or loud? I would say, hmm, what were you gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think Neutral? that we, Neutral, yeah. I don't know, I think, we, I would love for us to be louder, but I think that I think we're on the quieter point. side. Yes, Yeah. So maybe agree. our brand vision should move towards louder as we talk about being more visible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, are we bright or subdued? Bright. Bright. You've seen the colors of our walls? Yeah. <laughs> on the video. Have you seen these chairs we're sitting in? They're orange. We like bright colors. Yes. They're energizing. Interesting. Bright, bright, but quiet. Yeah. And I think so. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, we, it doesn't really line up, does it? Yeah. That's why we're doing this brand of yeah. thing on us. Um, the next one I think would go in the same thing, colorful or black and white. And I think colorful. that. We're colorful, but also colorful in our thinking, whereas we don't have a black and white thinking. Like, not, not everybody's always. gonna fit into the same box. Yes, we have the nine step digital marketing process, but even that we've been talking about lately, how there's very much a lot of variables in each mm-hmm. of those nine steps that's kind of applicable depending on the mm-hmm. um, business that we're working with. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody kind of fits into this, but then the steps might be done a little bit differently for each one. Not a, not everybody has to start with the foundation of each step. Yeah. Some right. people already do some of the steps well. Yeah. Are we feminine or masculine? Um, I have no idea. I would say more masculine, I think. Yeah. In terms of who we serve, I would say. But we're not a real girly brand. Yeah. Which I, 
Uh, I would say like definitely neutral, but maybe more masculine, but only because most of our industries that we serve are um, yeah. But I think our brand men. as a whole, though, we're not we're not girly at all. We're not girly, but it's not like we're so masculine, right? Well, and also put like we're not real like emotional type yeah. of you know like um, we're you know we're colorful, but and we don't think everything has to follow this black and white process, yeah. but would say we're not touchy feely yeah for the fact that like when we lay out a strategic process there's not a lot of touchy feely stuff it's like let's do this let's get it done true <laughs> true type of thing so woo wow that was kind of that was really fun i don't know where that leaves our brands at but it was fun to talk about so alex what are some things that we could improve at and we can even just talk about what we just talked about, that sliding scale list there. <laughs> well, in my notes, and to, to your point, uh, you know, the loud versus quiet, I think we could probably be a little bit louder. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think showing the personality, we could show more of the personality and the friendliness and the fun side of our team. Um, I think that people who know us really like us, yeah. and people who we work with like us, Mostly. But it takes um, a, an introduction and getting to know us to realize that. Right. So how can we do that better? How can we become more top of mind for people who aren't doing the services that we need, but they know that they're considering doing those? Um, you know, we are top of mind for people who know us, but how can we get more top of mind um, with, you know, a positive image for those who might not know us yet? So, you know, for, mm -hmm. if I was just, you know, thinking out loud, if we want to do more business in West Michigan, how can we become um, better known to be that top of mind consideration for a company that's looking to potentially work for yeah. a digital mar marketing agency? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. We need to get louder about ourselves. Yeah. Um, like you said, show the faces of all of us. I think um, we have a very collaborative, small team here. And mm -hmm. I, I, like that's how I describe us to people. Like our intention is not to be big. We're a small team, right? but we all need to take kind of ownership of who we are and all be a little bit more louder with it. Yeah. All right, so what are some things that are getting in the way of our improvement? I think it's, as with any company, it's difficult to take your own medicine. Like yeah. you just get caught 100%. up with, with you know, doing services for your clients or, you know, working on throughout the day, especially, you know, if you don't have time blocked off to work on yourself, like it, you're always like putting out a fire here or, you know, addressing that thing that pops up in Slack yeah. that's relating to a client. Cause of course you want to take care of your clients yeah, first. Exactly. And it's so easy to let your own services slide to the wayside. It almost feels like selfish to like think about ourselves and, you know, like put all this time and effort into like branding and like growing ourselves when we right. have all these, you know, paying clients who are looking to us for guidance and, you know, like we can be spending our time like working on them. It's really hard, but I don't totally. think that's unique to our business. I think that's no. really Or to common. a lot of businesses. Especially <laughs> in the service space, mm -hmm. especially exactly. in services. Yeah. You always feel like you need to go, like you said, but then at the same time, if you're not working on yourself, you're not getting more of, you know, clients that you want right. to, to get. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so, those are some things I think, um, you know, at least for myself, I know one thing is I live quite far away. Mm -hmm. So coming down to be collaborative, which I feel like is great for our office and we pride ourselves on mm -hmm. that we 
get to do our work wherever. But, um, you know, I feel like sometimes that can also be a downside as well because we aren't here Mm -hmm. um, every day. And maybe we would be putting more focus on on more of our own brands if we were together more often. I agree. I totally agree. I, I am blown away when I hear about companies that work entirely remotely. Like I heard Basecamp, the project management company, was built entirely with yeah. a remote staff. That just, I, I definitely feel energy when we're all together or that mm-hmm. I, I yeah. kind of like, I can feed off of that energy a little bit, more so than when we're just, you know, working remotely for several days at a time. Yeah. And I, just, I feel like we get things done better or like our, our the creative juices flow more. Right. And it just, it, it is amazing to me that there are companies though that somehow do make that work. Um, yeah. Granted, I'm sure we don't and, have the whole picture of that, but. And we have actually like a lot of clients who are, you know, remote to yeah. us, right? Yes. Across the country. And, and that has actually been pretty successful. We have like a lot of tools to, you know, bridge that gap in term of com- term, terms of communication. Right. But um, even with some of our local clients, we've started talking about, you know, uh, maybe we should meet together more consistently face to face because you know we were kind of feeling the same thing is um we would get a lot of this done more faster like faster and i think get more benefit out of it when we're sitting together once a week face to face when we're all super energized and all of our brains are together Mm -hmm. we're being really collaborative like so much good comes out of that i want more yes (laughs) yeah so um yeah, that's something I think the company, I think, as a whole, is working on. Right. I think we could be more louder when we're together. Oh, yeah. More. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. So, so kind of, we might skip through some of this um, and not quite go into detail on some of these, just for a time yeah, aspect we're a here. Long. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but what what do you think our our audience, our target audience, our clients would say that we're really good at? I mean, it goes back to being strategic. I mean, I sat in a meeting this morning solely based on strategy. Like, um, that was not something, you know, that's something that like a client asked for, like, hey, we like need to get it better at this process. Like, can you be involved? Because we need your brains, (laughs) you know, like that. Yeah. um, And again, it comes back to you were able to sit down in person with them and talk to them too. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm So do you think that they would say, we wish you were better at something? If they have, they have not told us. <laughs> we're good at a lot. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's a difficult one to answer. It's something that I don't, I guess I don't think about actively that often because mm-hmm. I, I think what we do is usually kind of like a level or two above where most of our clients yeah. are in terms of market, like executing marketing. Mm-hmm. And so just by nature of like what we do is just like so much better than what they were trying to do previously. Yeah. Um, I think maybe we could ask more actively for feedback on, right. on how we have done things in the past or how they thought a campaign went or how you know, even if it's like a specific video, what what would you have changed about this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are sometimes when when I get videos back from revision and the client says like, okay, no, like looks good. I'm like, there's got to be something. Yeah, Come, like, like didn't you have an opinion? Did you yeah, watch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did you even watch it? Um, so maybe maybe that's something that we could be better at. 
I feel like, um, and this is always learning, and I always have my own kind of personal goals to learn, but, um, you know, like, I wish that we could sometimes connect the dots better, and I think that's just a huge marketing issue overall with people. Like, you wish mm -hmm. you could connect where your leads are coming from. You wish you could connect to Google, Google Analytics better. Or, you know, I forgot to put a UTM on that, and now I have no clue where that traffic was coming from right. or who. And I think that's always a goal I know that I strive is to learn. And sometimes I, I don't understand all those pieces because it gets a little tacky. Yeah. Um, you know, and we have great p contractors and stuff that we work with even as a team. Um, but sometimes I feel like, I wish I could sit down with a data person and they could just like walk through like how I connect all these pieces because I can fumble my way through it. But like knowing sure. a clear path every time would be just like ideal for me. <laughs> it's I mean, it's kind of the holy grail of marketing is to be able to like look at one place and understand and, you know, be able to connect yeah. that website view to was that, you know, revenue or did somebody come in my door? Yeah. yeah. Because of that. It's always something that I think in marketing we're, we're striving for. Yeah. So, all right. So, Alex, what is a brand role model of yours and why? Just maybe more recency bias, but I think the whole Kobe Bryant uh, passing was, it. I think it really sort of brought to the forefront again his brand. And I think... What a lot of people are going to remember him as is not just a basketball player, yeah. but his his whole work ethic. I mean that mm -hmm. that's that's the first thing that everybody talks about when they talk about Kobe Bryant, whether it's mm -hmm. his friends, teammates, you know, like how much time he put into the things that he cared about. And for him, it was it was it was basketball and, and family, and it's. You know, it's, it's not like all these people got together and said, like, you know, what was the common thing that we all thought about Kobe? Like, all these people, this is all these people's individual's opinion, and they're and they, it, they're all saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think brand gets any stronger yeah. than, and that association with 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 a characteristic or a feeling mm -hmm. is is stronger than like what what Kobe Bryant did with with what you know with with basketball and family mm -hmm. and, and and work ethic. Right, so I think then, according, like, to that, so when I he say, like, he was known for basketball and family, like, you knew what he stood for. Yes. You knew where his and passion it, was. Totally. You weren't going to go to him and say, can you teach me golf? <laughs> right, there was, and there was, <laughs> and it was so strong, there was no second guessing that, ever. Yeah. It was so strongly ingrained in his brand. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I that's think cool. It, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think definitely a lesson to be learned there, and we'll talk about this in a second here, is kind of like just knowing who you are, what you stand for, yeah. and then like how do you get there as a brand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, oh man. So yeah, so I think let's just kind of go actually just dive into that. So okay. working off of that Kobe Bryant of he knew who he was, he knew what he stood for, he knew what his brand was. So how do we translate that into, you know, but going back, Alex, to your definition of 21 Handshake, that we're a small group of fun, strategic-minded individuals who care about service and striving to make marketing simple for our clients. But then kind of combining that with this brand vision of, um, you know, we need to be a little louder, we need to be, you know, I don't know, what do we say, more colorful a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
um, and not just like colorful as in visual. (laughs) So what are like steps that we can take to kind of incorporate that? So we are a group of strategic minded people who love to help make marketing simple for our clients. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's like our brand vision where we want to be. So like what are some steps that we can take to like get there? I mean, we already kind of, yeah. I would say, I there was gonna along say, the I way. Mean, um, you know, we've kind of talked about this um, over the past few weeks, uh, actually a couple of months, I guess. But right. how can we, sh- you know, share our strategic brains and be helpful to more companies in maybe a more affordable way, which, I, you know, as you know now, is kind of a coaching by 21 Handshake. Right. But that came as a result of, you know, trying to define who we wanted to be and who we wanted to mean um, or what we wanted to mean to, you know, companies who work with us. So um, I think that's like a pretty good example. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely starting the programs that we feel passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a step that we are in the process of relaunching our homepage of our website that's oh, yeah. going to mm-hmm. showcase mm-hmm. a little bit more of who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, give a much more, or a, a better 2020 example of right. year 2020, not not vision 2020, but I guess <laughs> they're both related. Um, give a much, uh, I think I think it'll be, a, it will be easier to understand who we are and what we do visiting our, our new homepage. Yep. Right. And that's just as a result of over time, we understand better who we want to serve and what we yeah. want to do and what we're good at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, it's important for when people come to find you that mm-hmm. they can that they understand that, that too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So how fun was that? And, of course, one of these kind of brand visions, too, is actually making ourselves more visible, which we're also doing mm-hmm. on the podcast this year by videoing. So <laughs> thank you for listening or watching. There are so many ways to go about determining your brand vision. But um, we like simple. We even use that. And I think when Alex kind of crafted that statement, he didn't know later that I would be saying that we like simple. (laughs) So this is just, I think our brand vision is just that this collaboration when we are together in a room is so great. And um, we know we moved through this fast. And usually you would want to take a couple hours to go through this type of exercise. We did do a lot of uh, groundwork before this. Exactly, yeah. One would say we've been working on our brands for months months, now. So, um, and really to go in that. So we definitely would advise you taking more time to go through that. We will put all this in our show notes. Try to get a worksheet up there as well with these items that we talked about. So you'll definitely want to check that out um, in our podcast show notes. So next episode, we're going to continue to talk about brand by presenting a brand audit that you can do. So now that you have a vision for your brand, what pieces do you have to support the brand? Um, It includes internal pieces and external pieces. It's going to be fun. You're going to want to check that episode out next. So did you like this brand exercise? If you did, I know Ashley's mentioned it. We have our Coach by 21 Handshape program. You can learn more about that at 21handshake.com slash coaching. We only have a few spots left, but one of these brand, these type of brand exercise is one of the things that we will go over. Um, now it is coaching, so we're going to kind of present it to you, and then you will need to go back and work with your team on really diving deep into that brand. So definitely connect with us to learn more about the coaching program. It's really just amazing, and we're really having a lot of fun with it.
So if you like this episode, we would love it if you took a moment to leave us a review. It really does help spread the word about the podcast. Thanks. Until next time. <laughs>